your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Golden Knights. Gil Martin from Locked On Islanders joins us today to talk about Semyon Verlamov to Las Vegas trade rumors, plus Pete DeBoer looking for consistency over the next two months. Hi again, everyone. I'm Tony Cardasco. Follow us at Locked On VGK or me at Tony Dasco on Twitter. You can hear me every Saturday morning from 8 to 10 a.m. on 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas, which is also heard on the Odyssey app. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. It's free and available on all platforms. Gil Martin, Locked On Islanders, joins us now to talk about a possible trade rumor. And Gil, welcome to the show. What are you hearing about a possible Semyon Verlamov to VGK trade by next month's deadline? We saw the report from David Pagnata of the fourth period about talks between the Golden Knights and the Islanders for Verlamov. First of all, is Varlamov on the block? Well, I, I think at this point, you know, he has one more year left on his contract. So the Islanders are not desperate to trade Simeon Varlamov right now, but I think because he's got the $5 million cap hit and because of the fact that the Islanders are not in playoff contention right now, if somebody makes the right offer, I think they'd be willing to part with him they have Ilya Sorokin, the goalie they believe in, and it would free up some cap space. So I, I think for the right price, someone could have Simeon Varlamov at the deadline. We understand that Varlamov has a 16-team no-trade list. What is your feeling about him wanting to play for the Golden Knights? And do we know if Vegas is cleared from that trade list? Don't know if Vegas is on the tra- no-trade list or not. Uh, I would get the feeling that Vegas would be... Uh, a desirable target for Varlamov. They are a contending team, uh, a, a team that pretty much has so many pieces in place and really could use some more depth at goaltender. Uh, you know, Varley would certainly like to start. I'm not sure if he would be the starter in Vegas if he went there, but he'd certainly have a chance to compete for it. And look, he, he took the Islanders to the uh, semifinals last year conference final uh really two years in a row he's a proven veteran starting goaltender so uh i don't see why he wouldn't want to go to vegas but i can't confirm whether or not vegas is on his no trade list gil martin locked on islanders is with us and gil it would have to be a great irony if Orlamov once again replaces leonard after he replaced leonard with the isles back in 2019 yeah, it'd be deja vu all over again in, in a lot of ways. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that would be ironic. But, uh, you know, again, opportunity knocks, and I think Varley would take it if he can get it. And Semyon Verlamov has that $5 million cap hit that you spoke of. He is signed through 22-23. With that second year, could that cause some problems with VGK? Do you think that he could be a little bit more than a rental? How do you see him fitting in? You know, I think he still has a lot left in the tank. I mean, this year you look at his numbers and they're not great, uh, especially the one loss record, but the save percentage is still solid. And Varlamov has gotten less support uh, than any other goalie in the NHL. 
NHL, I think it's like 1.69 goals scored by the Islanders in games he starts. I, I may be off very slightly from that, but it's l- less than 1.7 goals per game. So he's not getting a lot of support, so don't let the one-loss record uh, scare you off. Uh, you know, he's still in his, uh, you know, getting close to the mid-30s. I think he's got some, you know, some solid seasons left in him, and, you know, you, you got the rest of this year, you got next year on his contract He'll give you a starting caliber goaltending for those two years. Again, we are speaking with Gil Martin from Locked On Islanders. And as we know, Verlama has been the backup to Ilya Sorokin. And you mentioned the record 3-9-1. and And the question that I have, too, is I know that you said that he has a lot left in the tank. But do you feel that he's durable enough to be a day-to-day goaltender? Yeah, I do. I mean, he, he filled that position last year. He filled it the year before with the Islanders, got them through the playoff run. Uh, you know, this year it's been rough. I mean, he had an injury that cost him all of training camp. So he missed the first, you know, I'd say seven or eight games of the season. They brought him along slowly. He later caught COVID, which, you know, what, like three quarters of the league has had over the course of this season. So, you know, even with the numbers that you see there, he still hasn't been 100% healthy this year. We haven't seen the best of Simeon Varlamov. And again, the numbers, the save percentage, the goals against average are still, you know, solid starting caliber type numbers. So, yeah, I, I, I think that you, assuming he, you know, doesn't have another COVID case, which is unlikely, uh, you, you could still get a lot out of Simeon Varlamov. Gil, any idea what the return might be for Verlamov? Would the Isles want in return Laurent Brossois? Would they like to have another goaltender? Uh, and also, uh, we know with Brossois, he has one year remaining at $2.3 million per year, so there wouldn't be any cap issues other than for VGK. Yeah, I mean, that would be intriguing. Uh, the Islanders don't have a bona fide backup right now for Sorokin if they trade. Varlamov, you know, they've got a goalie in, in Bridgeport, Jakob Skarek, who's probably a year or two away from being ready, and Corey Schneider, who's probably a year or two past the point where you would trust him in goal. Uh, and certainly the, the cap savings would be helpful. Uh, Islanders are, are still looking for someone who could put the puck in the net and still looking for uh, a puck-moving defenseman. But, uh, you know... Maybe you throw in the goalie, you throw in maybe a, a, a mid to late round draft pick, and that might be enough to make the deal. Gil, is there anyone else from the Islanders you feel that might be on the block? Not, uh, you know, for VGK, but anyone else that uh, you feel might be traded come the deadline? Yeah, there are. There are in addition to Varlamov, you've got four players on expiring contracts who I think the Islanders would be looking to possibly deal at the deadline. you got uh, a couple of veteran defensemen, uh, in Andy Green and in uh, Zdeno Chara. And then you've got uh, Zach Parise uh, as one forward and Cal Clutterbuck as the other. And those two, you know, those are players who are veterans who, you know, in the right place, they're not going to be stars, but they still can be good role players. And they've got, you know, a lot of playoff experience, leadership, and and they know their roles. So I think that on the right team, those guys could certainly be helpful come trade deadline time as rentals. And then uh, from your perspective, do you feel as though there have been talks between the Islanders and VGK about Verlamov? 
I'd be surprised if they if there haven't been. I don't know how far along they are. They're probably just at the exploratory stage right now. But yeah, I think they ha- they have been talking. Yes, Gail, we appreciate your time, and I got a hold of you last minute. But thank you so much for joining us, and we'll talk soon. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Gail Martin. Locked on New York Islanders has been our guest. Back with more after this. You are listening to Locked On Golden Knights. Basketball season is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds with the latest information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Thanks for making Lockdown Golden Knights your first listen every day. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. To incorporate an ancient adage that I heard growing up, the Golden Knights have used more line combinations this season than Carter has pills. While you might not understand the old-fashioned saying, it does mean an amount greater than one can count. Well, maybe I am just over-exaggerating a little bit, but the Golden Knights have used dozens of different lines this season. And to me, it's that time to find consistency with the lineup as the Golden Knights head into the final two months of this season. Right now, there are just 31 games remaining. The Golden Knights are three points ahead of the Oilers and Kings, and now five points ahead of the Ducks but they still trail the Red Hot Flames by four points, and Calgary has two games in hand. With Jack Eichel in the lineup, the Golden Knights have had consistent lines for games 49, 50, and 51 the past three games. Pete DeBoer cannot do much more juggling at this point unless there are some more injuries, and then he can also sprinkle in changes within the game. Did you notice, for instance, Carlson skating with Eichel on an occasional rush? Or Pacioretty was on the ice with Carlson for a flash. Once in a while, with the pace and tempo of the game, that could work. But for DeBoer to have consistent play, he shouldn't make many more changes each night. Barring injuries, the top two lines will stay the same. Jack Eichel with Max Pacioretty and Chandler Stevenson. Each player on the number one line had two points in San Jose. Stevenson says he's starting to get comfortable playing on the wing, especially with Eichel on that line says there's a lot more freedom getting out of the zone than at center. He said that his job is now to create space for Eichel and Pacioretty. Eichel is skating more freely after three games on his return from the year layoff due to the neck injury. Stevenson said that it's like Eichel has not even missed a game. Pacioretty with the hot stick now currently for the Golden Knights. Three goals over the last two games after going dormant over an 11-game span. So Eichel's presence has definitely benefited Pacioretty the most. Carlson with Marcheseau so and Smith on the second line, that will be the consistent line, but they have a lot of work to do. Carlson hasn't scored since February the 8th, the span of four games. That was in the Edmonton game. And Marcheseau so is stuck on 20 goals, his last goal against Buffalo on February the 1st on the power play. While Smith had a goal against the Kings last week, he now has 14 goals in 49 games. And Marcheseau, so, he was bounced around on the third line for a minute with Eichel's return, But now the misfit line is back intact, and they need to be more productive to say the very least. But that consistency with that line will definitely help long term. Wad, Dodonov, and Yanmark are the third line, not scoring a lot, but getting some chances. You know, Wad hasn't scored a goal since January the 17th. 
It's an 11-game goalless streak. The same for Dodonov. He nearly scored at San Jose, but he too has an 11-game goalless streak. And Yanmark hasn't scored a goal for the Golden Knights since January the 6th against the Rangers. But I like their scoring chances, and they do a lot of the intangible things. The fourth line with Howden, Carrier, and Kolasar scored a goal in San Jose. Kolasar has two goals over the last five games. William Carrier, you don't expect to score much, but he hasn't scored since January the 29th. Brett Howden has slowed down after his four-goal spree in four games back in January, but his last goal was against Edmonton on February the 8th. As the lines build chemistry, they should increase their scoring chances. They should play better together. We know that timing has been an issue with all the starts and stops this season. Playing a consistent schedule with few gaps, I believe, will also help. The VGK is going to have to score more goals. That will help out whoever is net also. With a consistent roster, with consistent lines, with a consistent schedule, the Golden Knights should be able to start to put things together and play more fluidly in the next 31 games. Coming up next, Zach Whitecloud and Alec Martinez return to practice. We'll have more about that in a minute. You're listening to Locked On Golden Knights. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. The Golden Knights saw Zach Whitecloud and Alec Martinez return to practice on Monday. Pete DeBoer could not be happier to see their return. He misses the way they defend, the way that they play around the net, and also their presence on the penalty kill. White Cloud has been out since January the 29th with a broken foot. He has played well this season with 12 points in just 31 games, coming off of signing that six-year contract extension in the fall. He's been out actually three times this season. He had a wrist injury early in the season. He had back problems, and the latest injury was that broken foot. He won't hurt the cap much when he returns, but his less-than-a-million-dollar-a-year rookie contract will force some movement by the team. DeBoer didn't say when White Cloud would return. Martinez, it appeared, had many setbacks from his facial laceration injury when he was cut by an opponent's skate back in November. He did travel with VGK on that four-game road trip back east in January. Pete DeBoer noted in recent months that the laceration might have caused other complications. Martinez has been on and off the ice practicing. Hopefully, this is a permanent stay and a return for Martinez. The Golden Knights will have much bigger salary cap complications with Martinez's return. He makes $5.25 million a year under the new contract he signed last summer. So who will be sitting? Who will get sent packing? Will VGK try to continue to stow Martinez away on the LTIR a la Mark Stone to save him for the playoffs? We just hope that Martinez returns soon and that he has a healthy finish to this season. And there's no word from DeBoer on when Martinez will return. I would like to thank Gil Martin from Locked On New York Islanders for joining us today to talk about the Semyon Varlamov to Las Vegas trade rumors. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steele Roden and Flip Livingstone help to make you the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tony Cardasco. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you again tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights.